0: This is Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Greg Rubel. BYU 38, Wyoming 24, our final score. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake at the postgame podium. I mean, I, I think
1: we had uh, a lot of mistakes in the game still. I mean, I, the coach in me just keeps thinking about things that we can get better and can improve on. But I felt like, I mean, we did enough to win the game. And a lot of credit to Wyoming. Uh, I think Craig Bowles is an amazing coach. Got his guys ready to play, um, and I think they'll do well in the conference. I mean, they they had a a nice win against Air Force, and tonight I thought they played tough, physical football. We kind of we needed it, you know. It was a it was a good way to get our guys to either respond or or, or fold, and I, I like the the response we got from our team. Um, obviously, got to find ways to play more disciplined football. Had a lot of mistakes, uh, penalties. Uh, but also just didn't feel um the rhythm wasn't right you know so uh that's my fault as a coach we got to find a way to get things going a little bit more smoother as far as uh, you know our the setup and making sure that we're executing cleanly so um yeah i thought, I thought uh, just tons of mistakes we got to get better than that but um the, i'm glad that we got we were able to get the win and uh the guys you know they're, they're resilient they keep keep playing hard and um, well, we got a quick turnaround here, so we, we need to get ready for this this next one. Don't have a lot of time, so I'm uh, gonna get some rest tonight and, and get ready to roll on Monday. But, um, this, this game on Thursday is gonna come up real quick. But there's a lot of things to look at, and film, and, and learn and get better. So, I'll take any questions you guys have. All right, Paul said that Jaron Hall was the best quarterback he's seen this year. Uh, praised his ability to extend plays. What can you say about some of the big plays that Jaron made? Especially if there was uh, one scoring drive where he converted three third downs. Yeah. He used to stay where he was going. Yeah, I mean, Jaron's smart. He, he's he got a great football IQ. Uh, he understands the game. and, and I, I mean, I give a lot of credit to Wyoming. They, they do some difficult things uh, up front and um, you know take it, try and find ways to add more bodies into the box to take away the run but um, I thought Jaron was able to be smart with with the ball and took care of the football I um, thought he went to the right people and um you know i, was, I mean i I think he 's a great player but but i I know that he 's disappointed on some of the some of the things that he could have done better so the uh thing about Jaron is he 's just never happy with. He, he he wants to always get better. So I, I mean, he's a happy guy. Don't get me wrong, but he's he's looking forward right now to find ways to get better and learn. So uh, lucky to have him as a leader on our team and, and our quarterback. But he's doing some really good things for us. We just need to find a way to get him utilize his strength still and find a way to get things a lot. I don't know. This I'm just trying to say. It felt a little disconnected on offense. You know, and uh, we, we need to find a way to get it, um, the rhythm better
2: big Was that drive at the end of the first half? There was a lot of missed play calls and had to burn a couple timeouts, but you're mm-hmm. still able to get in the end zone and have the lead at halftime.
1: Yeah, and I, I think um, you know it has to be a little bit cleaner with our personnel groups. We've got the wrong people in there, and I think the refs were were holding the clock quite, like holding the ball um, a lot longer than what we're used to. Um, but that's okay. I mean, when you have subgroups and you're using different personnel groups, you have to give um, Wyoming time to to. to make an adjustment. I, they did the same thing for us, so it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Just um, maybe we, we changed the personnel groups too often. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to challenge A-Rod to take a look at that and Fessy and the rest of the group and see what we can do to make it a little bit cleaner. You know what I mean? I just. Um, but but credit to Jaron, he, he knows how to um, make everybody look good. So uh, I, I just like that he took care of the football. That That's the one thing that I think he's playing at a really high level. and You don't see him taking... Um, Unnecessary risks, and so uh, just really happy with this, with this game. And I think I think Wyoming can do some really difficult things on defense to disrupt the timing of a quarterback, and and they they've done that to a lot of other teams. So um, I thought our guys held the composure for the most part. It's just some weird mistakes, man. It's just like the, the cut block and and just understanding the game. You know, we had um, I don't know. I, I was real frustrated at the at the end of the game with a when we had a, a Illegal cut block. We shouldn't have done that. Our, our players should never should understand the rules that you don't cut block on on interception return or fumble return. And so that's our fault. We've got to teach them. But I wish they would have just called it dead. It was pretty obvious. It was an incomplete pass, you know. So, but whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. We just got to find ways to get better and just be play more disciplined football.
2: Why was Chris Brooks barely used tonight?
1: Um, I think the plan was to see who can get the hot hand, and Miles felt, you know, a Rod and. Offense felt good with Miles running the ball, and you know we just we'll, we'll do it by committee right now and see who's who's going to get us the best chance to get the, this run game going. Uh, we needed something, something to go. The last two weeks wasn't good enough, and uh, you can only blame the O line for so long. So, you know the challenge is for all those guys to step up and make plays and find a way to protect the football, ball security, and then find ways to make runs and find ways to puncture and then gain yards. So that, I think Miles did some really good things and. Lopini did some good things, and, and, and even you know, Chris was in there and made some plays. But uh, towards the end, we're going to go with a hot hand.
0: I the lack of rhythm. Do you feel like your team got better tonight from this performance? Yeah, I
1: mean, we knew it was going to be a physical game, you know, and so it was, it was nice. I mean, after the last week, it just felt good to just get hit in the mouth a little bit and respond better. So I think the, the um, I appreciate the style of football that Wyoming plays because you, you can't hide from it. You either have to bounce back and, and face. Face it or or, or hide, and, and the guys, they they answered the call. You know, I I, I like the way Wyoming plays the game of football. I think they're really power. I mean, they're they're a smash mouth type of team on both sides, and even their special teams. They they have a lot of really good players, and Coach Bowles done an amazing job getting this team ready. But um, I thought our guys responded the right way. We just got to keep building off of this. We're we're a much better team than we were last week, but uh, the 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 mistakes that were made are fixable. We can we can get those things fixed and that can be done by tomorrow so we'll, we'll get get to work on it
2: keanu hill and Braden cosper kind of stepping into the lead roles in the receiver what did you kind of make of some of the guys who haven't had the biggest role throughout the first couple couple games kind of stepping in tonight
1: yeah we, i mean we have to utilize all our players you know and, and we've been without gunner for a, a long time now and, and um you know we'll see how, how puka is dealing with his with his injury that happened tonight so um i thought i thought keanu did a good job stepping up cosper did um uh, you know, I think um, Cody did some good things too. So the, the players are—we are, are, have good talent. We just need to keep um, just keep plugging away. I, I think we just eliminate the mistakes or minimize them as much as we can, and we'll be in a better position. So
2: Puka, was it a knee or was it the ankle
1: again? Um, no, not—I not, mean, I don't know entirely. I don't, I'm not a trainer or a doctor, but it, it didn't look as much of a knee issue as, as anything else. No, I I I don't know if I guys. I'm not a doctor. You know, you guys have asked me about Gunner for the last few weeks. I don't know. I don't know anything about Puka until we figure it out. So I'm sorry, but I I just. You're the only one we have to ask. Yeah, <laughs> find find the doctors' numbers and go ask them. I mean, I I don't know until until they assess it. But I think, I mean. W- I'm always hopeful, right? But I, I know you guys are doing your jobs, but I, I don't have any answers for you until. I mean, we, have a lot, we had a lot of game time decisions made tonight, and, and Puko was one of them. Gunner was one of them. There's a lot of guys that, that we, we didn't know if they were going to be able to go or, or not. And, and So I think with some of the guys, we held off a little bit with a plan on, on them playing next week. And that's so if you look at like D line, I think Gabe Summers and, and Earl are those guys that, that fit in that category.
2: That your kicker. Uh, why did you go with Justin Smith there instead of Jake?
1: Yeah, I, we told Jake that we we're gonna we're gonna work both kickers, and I thought Jake did some good things too. But uh, I think it was a good time for for um, in that moment for Justin to go in and make a kick. We've we've been fortunate to have both kickers that have experience, and so yeah, the, the competition is always still going. I mean, for entire team. So we, I think we may have to work with two kickers. Or, I don't know, but. Uh, We just want to find ways to make kicks and find ways to score more points and then on offense and on defense find ways to stop them and get more disruption. All right, thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Post-game coverage of BYU football continues with the Cougar Post-Game Coaches Show. The Post Game Coaches Show is brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Auto, driven by you. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to LeVant Stadium. We're in front of 60,000-plus. BYU defeats Wyoming by a final score of 38-24. Uh, Riley, you've been able to hear all the postgame comments to this point from BYU and Wyoming. You've uh, digested all of it. What do you think, having heard what uh, the coaches and players who went through this one had to say tonight?
2: Yeah, I, uh, starting off with Kalani's comments, and he's going to be joining us here any second, so uh, we'll hear his trip from close to his mouth, but like. Just, uh, I mean, he kept just saying, we got to find a way to do better, got to find a way to do better, got to find a way to do better. I mean, those penalties against a better opponent, you know, I'm thinking you don't want to skip any opponents, but uh, Utah State's reeling pretty bad. So y- you think about Vegas against Notre Dame, you can't have 10 penalties for over 100 yards, right? No matter, even if you don't give or the even ball even for up. only
0: 99 yards, like <laughs> tonight. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> right. They got lucky that last one, uh, they only moved the ball. It was uh, – it was when... Was it uh, the half-the-distance one? Yeah, the half-the-distance yeah. one. That would have been 15, put them over the edge. Anyway, you can't... No, no, like, no,
0: no. You know what? I want to go back. I think it ended up being yeah, 11 for 109. So, yeah, you're right yeah, about that. So, there yeah, you go. Oh, figures. yeah, the holding. Yeah. yeah, that's the, right. The, 11 that for 109. to the field
2: goal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I think ahead to being in Vegas against Notre Dame or the week after that at home back against Arkansas. Like, those, you know, that alone could... Dig into a double-digit potential double-digit loss hole situation, so want to do that. But now going and listening to the players, obviously you know Miles Davis, is super easy to root for. Listening to his comments, sounds like his teammates been waiting for him for a long time. Interested to listen to Keanu Hill. You know Fessy's got him dialed in, and and Kalani saying that even after the night that he had, saying that he's not satisfied, and there were still you know plenty of plays he'd like to have back because he didn't. Um, Give a hundred percent, and the man joins us, and he can give us uh, that as coach sits down with us. But uh, overall, I was just impressed by uh, how humbly the players uh, took the congratulations on this win, and how quickly they're already turning their focus on a short week uh, to the next opponent and getting better on Monday.
0: It is the Larry H. Miller Auto Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. BYU improves to 3-1 and one on the year with tonight's 38-24 decision over the Wyoming Cowboys. BYU's ninth straight win over Wyo and a tenth straight home win over the Cowboys dating back some 35 years now. BYU's now won 13 consecutive night games, uh, home night games, and 12 consecutive night games overall. Those are all positive trends. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake joining us here in the broadcast booth. Kalani, congratulations once again to you and the boys. Thank you. Thank you. felt good to get the win. <laughs> there was a lot that uh, you said you want to go back and look at and fix and clean up, and, and so it wasn't the tidiest win in the world. But, you know, this is a team that beat a really good Air Force squad last week and and, uh, and, and held held Air Force to fewer rushing yards than you got tonight against mm-hmm. Wyoming. That's a good rush defense that you, uh, you know, ran for almost $1. ninety on them.
1: Yeah, they're tough. I mean, they're well coached and... and um, you could see what their, you know, what they hang their hat on, and that's the, you know, power run game. They want to run the game and, and run the ball and play action off of that. But on defense, very sound, um, tackle well, load the box up, and 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 try to, you know, get you to do other things. But uh, I thought it was tough sledding at the beginning. Felt like um, I'm glad we were get the score, especially the one at the end, of uh, the first half. But I uh, just want to see our, our our team play better, play cleaner from the beginning. Uh, and defense at least got a star, uh, bad start <clears throat> in, in, in stopping the run. You know, we uh, it's almost like we were accepting the blocks instead of uh, fighting them. And then, you know, made some adjustments and then challenged the guys in the halftime. And I thought defense came out and played a lot better in the second half. Um, just overall, the, the uh, I was pre- pleased, pleased with the, the effort from our guys and the, the energy we had on the field. Even on the sidelines, the the fans were awesome as always. At home, they they did a great job. I mean, it it, it helps for them to be disruptive, and 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 also it's motivating for our team. But um, you know, we 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 could definitely fix some things and play a lot cleaner. Um, it, it was just kind of I don't know. It wasn't smooth enough, right? And, and that's, but we can fix that. I, I think that that starts with me as a coach, and and we can get things a lot better for our team.
0: Craig in his post game comments a few minutes ago said, uh, he said there's a lot of good college quarterbacks out there, but Jaron Hall is the best one I've seen this year. And he said, make sure you tell Kalani I said that. <laughs> so yeah. Craig has a lot of respect for for you and your team, and certainly Jaron. And it was a longer post game conversation than normal, maybe at mm-hmm. midfield after. Maybe you could give us some sense as to what kind of person he is when he wants to talk to you after a game like that.
1: Yeah, I, I just really like him. Uh, um, I, I think I got to know him really well. The, when we played in the bowl game, and we spent a lot of time at, at, at uh, you know the press conference, and, and there's so many different things and events, and I just really liked him. I, I liked the uh, I, I could I could gel, and I felt like we were speaking the same language when it came to um, toughness and, and style of football. And uh, I just I, I mean I'm a fullback, so of course I'm gonna like the stuff that he talks about, mm-hmm. right? But the uh, I, I like him a lot. in my interactions with him, every time we've I've seen him. At different events, uh, we've had we've had a really good friendship, and, and I, I think Wyoming's very lucky to have him. He's a great coach, and, and he's a national champion. He's won national championships at North, at North Dakota State, um, but uh, you can see his team, and they play, they play out of their minds for him, you know, and the expectation he has from them, and uh, I, they'll never quit. They'll play hard to the end, and um, I don't expect anything less from from a, a coach, ball, coach, team.
0: He likes Jaron Hall. Was the initial comment, and you love Mm -hmm. Jaron Hall.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I I think Jaron gets enough praise. I don't need to keep praising him. He's, he's. he's he's Stay humble, and Riley and I will find ways to pick apart his his game. So I I think when he plays an error-free game, then I'll be happy. But I I thought I thought uh, Jaron, he does what we expect him to do, and and take care of the football, make good decisions, um, and, and and let's just he utilizes his athleticism and his speed to to create more for our our, our team. But I thought – I was just happy with, with the overall effort. I thought I thought we improved in a lot of different ways. It's just, it's just good to get the sour taste off from last week, you know, and, and get back to our, our style of football.
2: Coach, when you popped on the film this uh, at the beginning of this last week, did you think it was going to be more like the first half, uh, kind of a 10-14 slugfest, or did you envision it, you know, potentially getting to where it got where there was over 60 points scored?
1: Yeah, I, I thought we could do. I liked the second half. I thought I thought we were moving the ball really well, and um, I thought the mistakes that were being made were on our own. You, you know, we were self inflicted um, uh, issues, and um, just just needed to know the game a little bit better, and just the the, the simple things like don't get a, a celebration penalty, puts us in a bad spot, and then we kick the ball out of bounds, puts them at the fifty yard line, then we slam the quarterback after the whistle was blown. It was loud. I don't think the players could hear it. I mean, the running back gave the ball to the quarterback, and uh, I don't think they could hear. But uh, you know, I told the refs to blow the whistles harder so, so we can hear yeah. it. But it was loud, and the, and the fans did a great job of making it loud. But we just need to play a lot sound, uh, uh, better, better mindset, and and smarter. But that that's the coaching. We got to we got to make sure that we um, promote that more to our guys.
2: You mentioned cleaning things up a little bit. Uh, Is it play call because – and to me it looked like a little bit like a mix. Of course, the sooner you can get the play call in on offense in in the play clock, the better. But it also looked like Jaren was either maybe changing protections or or killing it. Um, But you had to use – of your six timeouts, four of them had to be used uh, to save a delay of game penalty. Mm -hmm. Can you give us any insight being on the headset or um, is it a a, a different thing each time?
1: No, I didn't like that. I, I don't like using our timeouts, and, and, and felt like we're pressed for time when, when the when the crowd is starting to count down for you. <laughs> right, you know they're they're like five, four, and there's like, <laughs> but it, there's a sense of panic a little bit, and that that happens naturally when you're running out of time. And I just didn't want that to happen to our team. I felt like we're too good for that to be an issue. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, there's a combination of things. So yeah. there's some times that where the call's not coming in right. Sometimes we're getting a different personnel set, and the refs are holding the ball or standing over the ball a lot longer, even yeah. though the defense isn't making a sub. What is
2: the rule? Can you clarify My, for our listeners? Well, what is and that's what I was trying that? to
1: get from the refs, and nothing against it. The refs did, did, did their job, But each right? ref
2: does that differently. Yeah. Some stand over the ball for a couple of seconds, and others I feel like yeah. want the whole stadium to make sure that they know that they're over the ball. Well,
1: once once we get our sub in, they he has put out the, both hands to give – Give a sub call to, to our side, then to the other side as well. Right. If the defense makes no move to get substitutions, back in, away. Then they back away and let us play. You know, and so um, it was. It was just this is different when you're de- dealing with d- different crews. This is just different than what we're used to. And I mean, I, I look at the the discrepancies in the calls. I, I think I don't think we are that um, different and that. Often than, that much than, sloppier right yeah. eleven to two on the penalties. yeah, yeah. I mean there's some of them that were really dumb, but there's there's also some that i, I felt like um, they might have missed on on our on our side when our defense was on, but we just keep playing ball man it, 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 i don 't want our guys to ever worry about what the rest are doing like, me and me and ed lamb can do that
0: you said there's a hot hand philosophy going on offense tonight, and uh, miles Davis had that hand uh, thirteen carries for a buck thirty one a long of seventy. Uh, and 10-point and yards to carry after that big gainer. So you're going to just kind of use everyone in that room, it looks like.
1: Yeah, well, we've got to do whatever we can to get points on the board and get and get yards in the, in the run game. So, um, you know, we, we appreciate all the guys, but there's a lot of talent. We talk about our depth. I like Chris Brooks. I like Lopini Katoa. I like uh, what I've seen from Miles Davis. I think um, Hinckley Ropati can help us there, Mason Fakahua. There's a lot of guys that can do that. Jackson. I mean, Jackson McChesney, the, the the thing is he's dealing with an injury. So, We'll have to figure that out, but hmm. there's a lot of guys that can play, you know, and and um, I, I, the 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 mistakes and not understanding the cut block situation, you know, and that stuff. It just we can't be making these mistakes, and and that that was. I'm just thinking of all the the stuff that all it takes is a little bit more discipline, a little bit more knowledge, and um, that like I said, that's my fault as a coach. I got I got to teach these guys better.
0: Another step up game. A couple weeks ago, it was uh, Chase Roberts, and 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 tonight it was Keanu Hill, five for 160 and two scores, and he makes a great catch and takes someone along for the ride into the end zone for his final touchdown tonight. That was impressive.
1: Yeah, I just like that he walked away and didn't didn't do a mm-hmm. stupid dance move and all that, but um, but I, I appreciate him and it, we told him, hey, listen, you're you're gonna have to make up for that one because it cost us, and he did it, you know, and. Um, I thought Jaron threw a nice ball too. I mean, just this—you know—if if, if someone's—they're going to load the box like that, then we had to take our shots. And then I thought uh, Jaron—I think he was what twenty-six, twenty-six for thirty-two. That's really good. Yeah. And that's with one spike, you know, or I guess they could they counted as a team. Team, yeah. Um, but they i thought he made really good decisions, even throwing the check downs and not trying to force something. I don't know that fourth down, I thought he forced it. I think we're just so used to cost per catching that when it's one-on-one coverage. Um, so I, I don't think that was a bad. Um, uh, I don't think I think that was a good risk to take. Um, but a lot of credit to Wyoming; they they played really good, sound defense, man. And we got a lot of yards. We just got to find ways to get more points. We got to get more points on the board.
0: Uh, Jaren's pass efficiency of 211 is his best ever against uh, an FBS opponent, uh, and that comes tonight. Before the break real quickly, uh, Puka Nakua was targeted five times, three catches. He had a fly sweep for 14. Then he leaves the game uh, with an injury uh, after you get him into the game, finally after a few weeks where he couldn't mm-hmm. play. Uh, what uh, can you or uh, say about Puka right now?
1: Well, it's, it's not season-ending, so um, you know we'll take a look at it uh, some more uh, tomorrow and tonight. Uh, but there's still hope there, and then um, hopefully Gunner gets back. And
0: yeah, it's... since he got close tonight, would that mean next week? is like He was the closest he'd been. He was actually off yeah, warm-ups. And...
1: I, I don't want to assume anything. Yeah, but, okay. but in the meantime, it's good to have Keanu and Chase and, and Cody and those guys playing at a high level. Uh, I thought Isaac did some really good things today, too, and Mason. Cosper did had, had his first touchdown. Yeah, Cosper played really well, too, yeah. and, and then got his feet in the inbounds. In yeah. Uh, but I, think, I thought Jaron was on top of one. Jaron seems like he was on point, had a good demeanor about him. And so whatever we can do to just keep things smooth and keep it, get, get in a great rhythm. There's been times that we get in a really good rhythm, hard to stop our offense when you get that way. And defensively, I was really proud of how they responded in the second half. Even though we did, did I thought we could have done better getting some stops, but Again, uh, you know, we were in a good spot. We just got to find ways to make 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 more plays.
0: All right, uh, closing comments with Kalani coming up. BYU defeats Wyoming. Final score thirty eight twenty four on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
1: Wyoming plays that style of football because uh, we had to get something out of these guys and 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 you know just yeah at some point you had to just take a stand and say okay this is enough. So I I felt like the calls in the first half were fine. Um, we just weren't making enough plays and we were missing tackles again and so they had to just work out the kinks a little bit. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't good enough at, at, at earlier to start this, the, the game, and thought they did well. And I just I just don't like that they scored two two touchdowns in the second half, you know. And thought we could have got out got out of both of them if we just played smarter.
0: Time for the uh, valuable stat of the game brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. And we're going to focus on the giveaway number again in that you were giveaway free for a third time in four games this year. And since you've been the head coach, never lost a home game with zero giveaways, 11-0 and and overall, twenty-four and two, and you just don't give the ball away. Yeah, and then that's. I think the emphasis has to be playing smart. I, I think it's okay to be aggressive,
1: um, but but not at the cost of of just being okay with turnovers. You know, I, I think if from what I am seeing from our guys and, and the way Jaron's placing the ball, it's really we're taking calculated risks. I am okay with that, but I am also okay with if he wants to. I trust Jaron. If he wants to try to do something different and force a ball somewhere, then that's okay. But Let's let's make sure we get it right in practice and then when the game comes it'll be it'll be automatic
2: uh, no takeaways either, but uh, which is I know something that's a stated goal for this defense. But I want to – it wasn't for lack of trying. And maybe uh, you can touch a little – to me, Micah Harper jumped off, jumped out in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like a uh, dude was playing downhill, aggressive. He was using his body, you know, tackling, getting dudes on the ground. Was he putting a little – with Malik Moore out? Was, did you do some mm-hmm. uh, switching on the back end of the defense to put him in a position to be to play like that?
1: Yeah, and, and Micah's unique because he, Mike, Micah can play both strong and free. Um, but he's got really great instincts um you know if if he were bigger he'd be a great linebacker but um i think for the instincts in the pass game and and also in the run game he he find and he's not afraid of of hitting so he he's got tons of courage and and he's a great aggressive person and his, that's his nature um but i, I like the way he played I, I thought a lot of the safety stepped up and and filled in really well i mean uh, Micah was one of them, um, you know, I think. Uh, Ethan Slade. Ethan Slade played really well. And, Talon
0: uh, Alfre was in, I think, for some yeah, snaps
1: as well. Talon Alfrey played, and I thought we had a really cool, um, good rotation in there. And, you know, hoping hoping we can get Malik back, but but we'll have to keep waiting to see. But, I mean, that's we, – we talk about our depth. I, I, we saw a little bit of it, uh, you know, tonight. And, um, but I, I'd like to get guys healthy. That's 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 the key so we can play with, uh, you know – I like to play with it with all our guys. You didn't have <clears> Caleb <throat> Hayes tonight, right? Either, yeah. Caleb wasn't able to go, and and then because um, you know he was injured last week. Yeah. And so hopefully we can go this week. Um, Max Tuli wasn't able to go either. Game time decision, but I think he'll be fine for for Thursday. I think that was more we could have pushed him to go. He got hurt in the first play of the, of the game in Oregon. So um, and then he, he he's a tough kid, but. Uh, you know, we'll have him back for, th- for Thursday's game against Utah State.
2: Jaron mentioned you've you got to get out and practice it a lot and get some work in in his post-game comments. Obviously, with the game on Thursday, do you try and throw the shoulder pads on on Tuesday and get some get some thud work in, or is this one that's all about recovery in order to peak perform on Thursday?
1: I think, I think it's a little bit of both, and I think we, we listen to our 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 trainers and medical staff with our weight room staff and then our sports scientists. I think that they, they this is their expertise so I'm going to go off of what they say we've been, we've done a great job they've done a great job getting us ready um so they'll they'll collaborate and work on it and get us a nice schedule by the time we get to Monday um you know we'll, we'll be ready to roll but I mean this is a short weekend and and same thing with Utah state they have to do the same thing but we get them here at home so uh man I love playing here the, the fans are awesome as always and and uh, really brought it. So hopefully we get that energy going again when we when we turn to, to the stadium on Thursday.
0: You were coming off a loss, yet there was the Rock to the rafters, mm-hmm. sixty thousand plus in the stands, great vibe again. Yeah. to to win for a third time in fourth games, so I thought I thought it was tremendous that uh, that that you had the support you did tonight. And again, the Rock looked like looked like it may as well have been the Baylor game.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. That's that's the energy that that comes through the stadium. From our fans, I hope they know how, how much we all appreciate it, and our, our players, and coaches, and man, myself, I, I'm, I'm with them. I just love how energy, energized they get, and, and it just gets crazy, you know. So Thursday, I mean, it's a weekday, but um, what else are you gonna do, you know? I think, it's a little uh, earlier at six o'clock. Yeah, just have just have a mutual and all your activities from church here. Hmm. This will be a good time to do it, and yeah, the game will be earlier, so it won't be. We won't be having these. This uh, post-game talk at 1 in the morning, you know. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and the, the, I can't wait to feel the tr- electricity in the air from the stands.
0: All right, uh, first short week game of the year, and it's Utah State. It's in-state football again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, by the way, another note, um, Wyoming is a game that Tom, Tom was on with us pregame, Tom Holmo, and he said that uh, BYU is keeping the 24 game in Laramie on the schedule. You think it's a good game for BYU to play here in a couple of years?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I can't even think that far ahead. I'm I'm worried about the short week, but um, but, yeah.
0: it was bad, but it was but it was BYU it was and cool. Wyoming again, it was, it and you get to go to Laramie again. Yeah, I
1: just I I like the uh, I like their style of football. So I think it, it came at the right time for us, especially after that Oregon outing. And so, um, really excited to get back on the field and, and get this win. Definitely some places we need to fix and 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 get better and you know execute a lot better. But th- those are very fixable. I'm really encouraged because they're fixable and they they can get done with very little effort.
0: Kalani, thank you again for the time. Uh, I know you'll shout out Cougar Nation as you say goodbye to us here, but uh, appreciate you coming up and spending this time. And we wish you the best of luck in prepping for a short week here.
1: No, I appreciate that, Greg. And and you and Ryder do a great job. And I, I mean, Mitch is all right, I guess, out there, you know. But I'm always tempted. I just want to suit him up. It's like, dude, you're a big-time player. Come on, let's just – got to get – with COVID, you think you can get another one, you know. People
0: have to remember, your first season as head coach, Mitch was still on your team at that point. Oh,
1: yeah, I love him, (laughs) love him. And, and, you know, if he ever wants to take a pay cut, he can come coach and stuff like that because he's brilliant. And you guys could do it too, right? could do it. But, you know, you guys like like to talk more. You can talk to the players and get them going. But – I hope the fans know we love them, man. We, we love you guys. Cougar Nation, you guys do it right. Whether we're on the road or at home, you guys give us that, that extra edge. And so uh, I can't wait to show you guys off on national TV the next
0: Thursday. Thanks, Kalani. Thanks, guys. All right, BYU Cougar Nation now is coming up next. Here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: I'm unique, and so are my financial needs.